Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Violet, and I have Nova with me. He is a third generation psychic medium, intuitive tarot reader, psycho. I probably really butchered that. A Reiki master teacher. He's the founder of, and I'm going to let you pronounce it. Ragana's Hut. Ragana's Hut. I love that. An online boutique educational space and head witch offering private readings. Nova believes the ability to practice a spiritual purpose should be an accessible right to everyone in an inclusive, safe environment. So welcome. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you. It's such an honor to be invited to be a part of this. I'm such a big fan of the podcast and the show as it is already. <laughs> I love that. I love that. We found Nova out at Body, Mind, and Spirit last year, last fall. And uh, we were so excited to get to invite him to be on the show because he's local in the area, at least in Colorado, Denver. And so uh, we love it when people are close enough that we can actually meet them in person because sometimes our guests are all over the world. And so we've had them from Australia and everywhere. So it's nice when somebody's right in your backyard. So I'm so excited to get to talk to you today. So tell me, how did your journey begin? What got you into what you do today? I know you those know, are big stories, right? Yes, but it's got to start somewhere. And I think they're always interesting. Um, in my case, I'm really lucky. Like you had mentioned, I'm a third generation doing all of this. Uh, both of my grandmothers were Reiki masters. My mom's a Reiki master teacher. Um, both of my grandmothers and my mother were psychic mediums. So it was just really natural. It was something I was never afraid of. It just, I was taught about all this growing up. So I got to experience a little more early on than a lot of people get too. So it really is a blessing, I feel like, on my path to have that kind of opportunity because I skipped so many years of self-doubt and self-struggle that I feel like a lot of people have to go through. And I feel like I found my identity really early on. And my powers just really grew as I got older because I always wanted to work with these things. I love that because there's some real truth in that. A lot of us... Or many people have had parents or grandparents that were frightened of these abilities. And when children talk about seeing things that they can't see or hearing things, it really scares them. And so a lot of children hide the fact that they have these natural abilities. I love talking to children under seven. I like to sit down on the floor with them and talk to them about what do you see and who's talking to you and what are you doing? Because they're so so connected at a very young age right it's really amazing the things that children are able to see that I feel like a lot of adults because like you said we shut it out and we don't really work with it and then we lose that ability to see what's really going on on the other side of things 
Yeah. And I think it's so natural when you, when you don't close it down. So I love, I love that third generation. Imagine all the wisdom that was passed down. I bet they're so proud of what you do today. I hope so. I, I know they're watching over me and I know they're keeping me safe on the other side. So uh, I get a lot of messages from them, sometimes a little too many. <laughs> I know that feeling. I know that feeling. People laugh at me all the time because they're like, Violet, do they talk to you all the time? I said, pretty much, pretty much. They're beside me saying something to me, like continuously, my guides, um, the spirit world is constantly talking to me, mm -hmm. even when I'm trying to teach. And at some points I have to go, shh, I have to... <laughs> I'm in this human body. I can do a few things all at the same time, but sometimes I need to sort all that out. And, you know, that might sound strange to folks, but they're constantly connected and guiding me like all the time because I very yeah. much have integrated it. So really kind of cool. So those people that are listening, talk to us a little bit about what is a psychic? What is a medium to you? Because some of these terms are brand new for people. They've never heard them before. I think it's something that's also really great to talk about. Um, so in my opinion, psychics and mediums are slightly different. Mediums are more able to access the other side, communicate with spirit and spirits have more of that access with engaging with our ancestors and speaking to ones that have crossed over. Uh, psychics, I believe, and I believe everybody are psychics and mediums, but like we talked about, I think everybody shuts them out. Psychics, I think, are people that have those extra senses, those extra abilities to really connect in a certain kind of way, like that intuitive knowing claircognizance or the taste, the clairaugustance, the different kind of unique perceptions that they may pick up on in certain situations that lead them to a safer path. I think that's what a psychic really is at the end of the day. I love that. And so do you think people get sensitive as they try to step into their intuition? Do you find that when you're working with clients or people that when they start saying, hey, I want to connect to spirit, do you find they get sensitive to a lot of things in their lives? I feel like they pay a little more attention to the finer details. Mm -hmm. when they start to connect more to source and spirit. And I really do believe that they're more tuned in to everything that's going on. But I feel like that sensitivity is kind of increased because I feel like there's a lot more that there's out there to struggle with when we're paying more attention to things going on. I believe that too. What I've noticed at least in the last 60 days, which has been really interesting because I've had my gifts open for a long time is smell my smells have gotten really sensitive that i can smell things across the room so my <laughs> husband's like what is it with you and i'm like i can smell what you're drinking i can smell what you're eating like it's very intense for me and i think it's just because i'm really paying attention to everything around me but for some reason in the last 60 days my smell has heightened to this this enormous level that I can smell everything around. And I know for some people that are really sensitive to smells, it can be hard because some places you can't go into or be around because you're very sensitive to those smells. And I think we have to honor each other and where we're at and how it affects us. 
but I've really noticed that lately, which is really strange. So those of you that are listening, if you feel like your senses are heightened, like touch and, and sound, like you can hear the smallest of whispers, it means you're kind of bringing in your, your, your psychic senses a little bit and you're connecting. So, you know, I know a lot of people feel overwhelmed. There's lots of people awakening today, Nova. They're, they're opening their gifts. And I'm sure you're getting clients that are like, what is going on with me? So what are you seeing in your clients that are showing up and what are you, what are you telling them to work through all these energies? Well, it's really interesting. Um, past, I'd say, three or four months, I've noticed a lot of cycle breakers, a lot of people coming to terms that they have to be the one to break the chain of the things that are really binding them and the chains that bound their ancestors and their parents and their grandparents. And I think the best advice really for that is, and it seems a little too simple sometimes, the best advice, I think it should just dive head first and take it one chunk at a time and just start chipping away at piece by piece. You don't have to take on the whole thing all at once. You can take it piece by piece. So it is more palatable. Does that make sense? I love that. I love that. I love telling people, you don't have to eat the whole elephant all at once. You know, you can take it one bite at a time and just kind of pace through. And, and I think it's also about being really kind to yourself and, um, you know, loving yourself and giving yourself some grace because the energy can be overwhelming and mm-hmm. the challenges can be overwhelming. I I don't know about Nova, but I'll tell you about me as a spiritual leader, leader. Just because I'm a spiritual leader doesn't mean I don't have challenges and obstacles and karma and everything that I have to work through. It's it's work. It's not like, hey, she gets to sit back and everything's rosy and wonderful. Uh, this life doesn't work that way. We came here to be challenged. We came here to stretch ourselves. We came here to learn and evolve and grow and expand. And all that comes with those bumps in the road. And, you know, I cry like everybody else and I have sadness and I have heartache and I have pain. And all of that is part of this experience. And I think when you can lean into it a little bit and give yourself grace and say, you know, it's okay. I am human. I am allowed to hurt. I am allowed to feel. I am allowed to take a moment to process through this, but then to say, okay, I'm ready. Let's move. Because once you get through the other side of that storm, there's always sunshine. There's always something that we gain from those obstacles, those challenges, those storms. If you look back in your life at every time you've had a challenge or an obstacle, I guarantee on the other side of that, there were lots of gifts that you earned, learned, uh, gained from walking through that. And it's just part of the process. Um, I believe the biggest thing you can do is connect to other people that are similar that can hear your story and understand what you're saying. Because out in the world, sometimes it's tough when your family, your loved ones, your friends are not stepping into their gifts and they're looking at you like you got 10 heads when you're talking about all these experiences you're having, right? They're like, yeah what's wrong with you? What's going on? And, 
I think having other people that are experiencing the same thing gives us comfort, um, gives us understanding and allows us to step into who we really are, which is really, really powerful. So I love that aspect. So how long have you been reading tarot, Noah, Nova? So for myself and family, I started studying when I was seven or eight years old. My grandmother was a tarot reader, my, my um, paternal grandmother, and she did tarot and crystal balls, but I was always interested in the cards because I loved the pictures on them, mm -hmm. even early on. And I would watch her do these readings and I would always go over and just kind of peek in the ear in and listen to what she was talking about to these certain cards and what they how they connected and what they meant to this person in this situation and it just kind of clicked one day as I got older and then when I was about I would say 23 I started reading professionally so about six years now I love that. I love that. So I'm sure like you, like me, you also get clients that show up that would be, that say, Oh, I would love to learn how to do tarot. I would love mm -hmm. to be able to do this. So what do you tell them when they come to you and say, this is so cool. How do I learn this? You know, I, I teach a workshop for tarot and my key thing in that workshop is learning to read intuitively before studying the messages of the cards, card by card. Because I feel like if you can read intuitively and you can see what the message is coming through without having to memorize it at first, you're going to have a better opportunity to actually discover more of a true side to the situation than just something that seems maybe a little too generic. Yeah, I like that too. So what is your opinion about leaning into the book? How, what do you tell, what do you tell your students about the book that comes with the deck? Cause everybody has their own opinion on the book. So it's interesting because if we're talking Rider Waite, I think, and I'm going to be very honest here. I think it's old stale white male energy. I feel like it's very outdated to the meanings that we have to deal with in situations that go on today. So I usually refer to books like 78 Degrees of Wisdom by Rachel Pollack because I feel like there's a lot more in-depth information. It's a little more modernized and you can dive into and actually understand all the small little details that are hidden on the cards that not everybody normally notices. Mm -hmm. I love the small details and symbolism and why is the robe red and what was mm -hmm. that meaning? And what does this, you know, what does the pomegranate mean in the high priestess? And what is it about the bird that's in the picture? And um, I love all that. Which angel do we think that is standing in the card? And why did we pick that angel? And, you know, some of that stuff, when you get into the storylines, I love the stories, right? Mm -hmm. The storyline of the connection of what the story is about um, is really, really cool. So, um, I'm kind of a little excited because there's a Kickstarter deck of Winnie the Pooh tarot that's out there on Facebook everywhere. And I've ordered it because I want to do Winnie the Pooh readings. That would be the cutest thing ever. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's a Kickstarter deck of Winnie the Pooh. And I think it closes in a couple of days, but She's raised all kinds of money to produce this deck this fall. And I can't wait to get it in my hands because I want to offer Winnie the Pooh readings because I'm such a Winnie the Pooh fan that uh, I think that type of tarot reading, because some people are really scared about mm -hmm. 
what's going to happen. And it has poo in the honey pot. Like he's climbing the tree and the tower card and the tree gets burnt down and he's falling. It's just such a cute, amazing deck. I can't wait to play with it. Cause I love doing tarot and teaching tarot as well. Um, That's a really great way. Like you had mentioned to kind of soften the fear in people using a deck like that. And I think, using deck like decks like that is really important because I like to read with cat tarot decks at certain events, especially if I'm reading for like children, because it eliminates that fear of some of the scarier images on there. So that's a great point. Yeah, it's it, it really is because you bring up the devil or the death or the tower card if people have any small idea of what the cards are. And it's always like, and it's like, guys, the tower is about change. Change is yeah. not bad. Change means there's new things coming that you're getting rid of the old baggage. They're just, because you won't make the change yourself, they're just burning the roadway so you can't keep doing the same thing. They're breaking yep. that cycle that you're stuck in to move you out so that you can start moving forward. It's a great thing. It's kind of like mom going, okay, no more. You can't do this anymore. It's time to do something new. So it brings in all that new stuff. And I love that. So talk to us about plant magic, because that's one of the topics you have in your bio. Yes. So I, I'm such a fan of plant magic because I think plants in and of themselves are so just adaptable and universal in the ways that they're able to be used. So think of medicines. Um, my personal favorite thing to do with plants is make flying ointments. So working with plants that might be considered a little dangerous, poisonous, like Datora or uh, angel trumpets, using things like that to create a topical paste that you can apply to the skin and it, it kind of enhances certain intuition properties or certain senses and abilities going on. I use them when I'm doing readings for people because I feel like that plant energy, once it kind of soaks in through the skin, it really helps me connect with source and spirit. And I feel like the messages come through a little more quickly and a little more smoothly that way. Mm -hmm. um, and fly, flying ointments, I'm sure a lot of us have heard about, about because they've been talked about for what, three, 400 years at this point. It's been quite some time because the witches, even during the Salem witch trials were known for using them, but don't believe the hype. You're not gonna hallucinate. You're not gonna go crazy. You're not going to be flying through the air, even though I wish we all could sometimes. Right. Um, my new thing with plants and plant magic is making tinctures, Reiki infused tinctures specifically. And they're great because the Reiki, once it kind of purifies the plant energy, so it becomes a little more stronger and a little more adaptable to the other plants that are put inside the tincture. But then you're also able to tink, um, take the tincture and take drops of it to help heal certain ailments or certain issues that are going on with the body or the mind. You know, I just made one with lavender, for example, which is really amazing because it has these soothing and calming properties. And it's nice because it also enhances that connection to the crown and the third eye. And it really helps kind of deepen that connection like I was talking about. I love that. You know, during um, COVID especially, and even today, 
in one of my classes in healing, I teach how to do an elderberry tincture. So mm. you make the elderberry, which actually boosts your immune system, the tincture. But we also take it one step forward. We make the tincture out of brandy where we can pull the elements of the herb out, which helps our immune system. But then we take the elderberry syrup and we make gummies out of it. We have so much fun. And so we make these little gummy bears that you can take just like when you buy elderberry gummies online. And so they're homemade and so they're very natural. And so, you know, we, I teach that in my mystery school in crystal alchemy of how to make your elderberry tincture with honey and brandy. And so it's very smooth. And then I Mm -hmm. make gummy bears. So I have all these little gummy trays, little plastic trays that, we make gummies out of in the refrigerator and pop them out and, and we eat those through the winter to keep our immune system built up so we don't get sick or have flu or colds or any of that. These natural plants are amazing to use for health reasons. You know, if you think about it, um, Bach, Dr. Bach was using plant medicine and tree medicine long time ago to help with emotional healing for people with fears or phobias or uncertainty and flower essence are amazing to use to move that energies with not all the side effects that you get from everything else so I, i i love essential oils and tinctures and flower essence and you know that's what i'm gonna reach for when i'm sick before i reach for some of the other stuff that we're so used to out there to help us so i love that plant medicines so talk to us a little bit about some of the things that you offer your classes and and your sessions and share with us a little bit so i I like to say I dabble in a little bit of everything. Um, You know, I I do a lot professionally, so I feel like I have a lot of opportunity to teach some workshops that a lot of people um, maybe don't have access to or don't know about. Like I just had, last weekend, I taught a graveyard magic and cemetery magic workshop, which was a lot of fun. So it teaches the in and outs of starting from the beginning with ethics and morals to the actual practice and things you can do in the graveyard and cemetery, like collect graveyard dirt and red brick dust and um I teach about things like grave sucking which is really interesting um I teach all kinds of workshops on pendulum magic and how to connect with your pendulum so even if you feel like you have one and it's not giving you the answers that you feel like you deserve or you should be connected to and have from it I teach you how to actually access the energy of that pendulum specifically to harness and be able to work with it and have it work with you and give you what you're looking for from it even though it may be different from every other pendulum which is interesting too what else do I do um (laughs) you know it's always funny when we do so much it's like okay what's on the list there's just so much so I understand that I teach about 15 classes a month at the center that's a lot it's a lot of classes so yeah you know it's and then I see clients and I run the center and I write my own books so for classes so it keeps me really busy so what kind of services do you offer, Nova? Services. So I do work um, doing a lot of things. My favorite is doing intuitive tarot readings. Uh, I've, like we talked about earlier, I've been doing that professionally for six years, but I've been studying for 21. Um, 
the tarot readings are interesting because every reading I like to work with six to 10 decks at a time. So there's a lot of different information because I feel like each deck has a lot to offer in different ways and different kind of messages that are put out by it. Uh, I offer witch rune readings as a service. It's the newest service I started offering. And I just started, speaking of classes, I just started a class for witches runes to help teach people the ins and outs on how to read for yourself, how to memorize the meanings behind the runes and tell a story with the runes as well. Uh, I also offer Reiki attunements and Reiki healing services, which is one of my newer additions. I just got my master teacher last year. So it's been a really interesting journey, kind of seeing how much the, the healing sessions have improved for people. I love that. I love that. I, um, I, I've written, I teach angelic Reiki, but I also have just written a course for Reiki with a violet flame and fairy Reiki. So we're going to be offering those at the center for people that want to do different types of healing, because there are over 70 plus different types of Reiki taught out into the world. And they all come from different perspectives. And I love that. And different focuses, which I think is really awesome. So uh, as a Reiki master, I love Reiki. I've taken all kinds from Karuna Reiki to, uh, you know, the non-traditional and traditional Reiki. And so I love Reiki. So I love when people are doing healings. So I think the world needs healing right now. I think all of us can use some of that, right? I, I completely agree. I think there's too much hatred going on in the world right now. And I think, especially with the Reiki, even if it's just something at like a Reiki circle, being able to give back to a small community of people that appreciate and understand that opportunity to be kind, be gentle, and most importantly, slow down and enjoy the opportunity of life. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Nova, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure getting to chat with you. And I look forward to seeing you again in person because we're in the same area. I'm sure we're going to run into each other around in the community. So I love that as well. I hope so. I, it's always an enjoyment every time I get to see you. <laughs> I, I, me too. So I have a lot of fun. So thank you for watching our show today. I hope you'll subscribe, follow on all of our channels and come to the center and check us out. Thank you so much for taking the time today. And I hope you have a magical day. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.